What's up, guys? Welcome to episode three of the Here to Evolve podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Alessandra. And today we're going to talk about creating the right mindset to achieve your goals. Before we start, let's just give them a little update with what's going on with us. I guess it was kind of a big week. It was a big week, I would say, for sure, because we announced that we're having a baby. Are you excited? I am. Excited to be able to share with everybody, finally. So, yeah, that was the hardest part, was keeping it a secret for all this time, but now everybody knows, including you guys. So if this is something you want us to touch on in future episodes, or if you have any ideas regarding pregnancy, motherhood, fatherhood, the whole shebang, just let us know. We'll definitely have some episodes thrown in there on that topic, but for today, we'll dive right in. Um, going into the final month of the year, people are starting to think about their goals for 2019, reflecting on their goals from the past year and thinking about whether or not they achieved them, which ones they did, which ones they didn't, why or why not. December is like a huge month for me to just take a moment to reflect on everything that we did this year, business-wise, fitness-wise, so I know that you guys go through this cycle too. And we all have goals, regardless of if they're fitness-related or what. We're going to be mostly talking about fitness-related goals in this episode. But we've all also probably have some goals for a long time that are just still unfulfilled. So why does this happen? Why do we go through that vicious cycle of starting and stopping and starting and stopping our, our goals and our dreams? What causes that? It all starts upstairs. It all starts with how you're looking at the situation. So if something's important to you, this is what kind of a reason why I'm not a huge believer in New Year's resolutions. If it was important to you to begin with, why are you waiting until January 1st to start doing it? So I like to take the time to kind of reflect because I like to view everything as growth. So figuring out why certain things held us back and where we excelled and why we excelled and reflecting on the reasons for both. I'm looking, looking on both sides of things. So When you're looking at the start, stop, start, stop cycle, it really comes down to, is this important to you? And did you create, did you go into it with the right mindset to begin with? There's a very simple exercise I like to lay out for people who are struggling with this. And this is how you do it. So every time you miss a workout or if you had a bad nutritional day, you write down why. That's, it's that simple. So if you didn't hit your goals for your macros, if you skipped a workout at the end of the day, sit down, write down what day it was and write down why it happened. So when you look back on it, You can see if it's once in a while, you can pretty much accept it as life happens sometimes. Shit comes up, it's not a big deal, you get back into it, and it's it's once in a while, so it's not going to kill you. If it's frequently occurring throughout the week, then you're bullshitting yourself. You're creating excuses for not doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're coming up with reasons why you can't dedicate yourself to it, and it's going to happen over and over and over, and it's going to parlay into this start-stop, start-stop vicious cycle. I find that people are either in one of two headspaces. So you're either making excuses for yourself or you're creating solutions. Everybody can come up with with excuses, no matter if you're a stay-at-home mom or if you have a full-time job or maybe you run a business or whatever it is, we all have excuses. and It's so easy for us all to say, oh, I really want to work out, but I have to do this. Or I really want to meal prep, but this person needs me. It just comes down to what your priorities are and what is the most important thing to you. So this is actually something that I struggled with a lot earlier this year when I was transitioning off of hormonal birth control and just going through a lot of changes. 
We just moved into our new place and I had every excuse in the book to not work out. I blamed it on my hormones at first and then I blamed it on our new home gym and it just wasn't good enough and there were just days that I just didn't want to train and Josh sat me down and had a conversation with me and pretty much just told me to stop being a wimp and he didn't quite say it as nice as that. But just that conversation was exactly what I needed to hear to kind of flip that switch and push myself to get back on a consistent routine and realize that I was just making excuses. This was a point in time also where, for whatever reason, everyone and their mother on social media was posting about how it's okay to skip your your training days. And to an extent, yes, it is. You're going to listen to your body. But people were taking it so overboard, my wife included that anytime anything wasn't ideal, it was just, oh, let me just, let me take a day off. Let me take a day off. And all these huge influencers were talking about this and it was almost frustrating to read because I'm watching it happen before my eyes. And it's just these people taking these excuses to go ahead and wimp out and not go crush everything they set out for themselves because the situation wasn't ideal. That I think goes back to I was just talking about this on my Instagram the other day, is you really have to take everything you ingest in on Instagram, on this podcast, whatever you're consuming, take it with a grain of salt and make sure that it is applying to your life and that is the best decision for you. Just because somebody else is doing it online does not mean that you should be doing it too. You really have to individualize it and make sure that you're making decisions that best suit you and your lifestyle. Diversify. So you have all these people that you follow, you listen to all these podcasts, take one or two pieces from each one that really hits you and it clicks with you and apply it. So don't take everything every person says and apply the whole thing and think, okay, this is going to work just the same for me. It's not. So pick and choose, you know, the things that are going to best suit your lifestyle and best suit what you are doing currently and apply those things. So why don't we talk a little bit about motivation because this is kind of also a hot topic just in the fitness space, generally speaking. Everybody's posting about motivation and asking how do you stay so motivated, but the truth is motivation, to me at least, is kind of a myth. It's not something that we can rely on because it just comes and goes. That's exactly how it plays into the cycle, so fuck motivation. Here's how it works. You're motivated. You hit the start button, you go full throttle for a week. If you make it that far, you hit it full throttle for three days maybe, and the motivation stops and you stop along with it. So we don't see the progress in those three or four days that we did something, weight didn't go down a half a pound, nothing changed. So we give up and we say, we'll try again later. Agreed. And I think that you have to realize that your success towards your goals is really built on dedication and also consistency and The way you achieve both of those things is by creating habits. Habits are created from mental toughness. It's accepting the work. It's knowing what it's actually going to take to achieve your goals and accepting that work. So we can talk about this and that. We can go back and forth on what we want to do. But creating habits is really where the nail and the hammer meet. It's where you start moving. It's where you start seeing these progress, these building blocks. And that's where success comes from. You can't see success by being motivated for those three days and then falling back and starting over. So you become more dedicated by grinding through those lulls. When you stop being motivated, you're going through the same process because you're dedicated to consistency. And that's where you start seeing success because these little achievements that you hit each day turn into bigger long-term goals. And that's where you hit the end game. 
you have to kind of think about it as you have to relate your training and your nutrition to something that you do every day. So think about what you do on a daily basis. You shower, you brush your teeth, you pack your lunch for work maybe. It's not the healthiest, but you have to think about your gym sessions and your meal prep and eating your food as just something that you do on a daily basis. We'll go back to that. Why do you have to wake up and brush your teeth and comb your hair and get ready for work? Because if you don't, you'll smell bad and people won't want to talk to you. <laughs> it's just part of life. You just have to do it. There's no there's no other way. You wake up and you have to do those things. It's non-negotiable. And that's how your goals have to be. If you want to achieve them, if you want your clean teeth, if you want your six-pack, whatever the goal is, you have to do it every single day. And it's not negotiable. You can't talk yourself out of it. There's always time. You always have time to brush your teeth. You always have time for the process that you lay out to get to your goals. So stop bullshitting yourself and saying you don't. I think you have to also shift your perspective as far as why you're training and why you're in the gym and why you're trying to eat healthy. This is to better your lifestyle and to stay healthy long term. You have to think about it as longevity. So we all want to live to an old age. We all want to be healthy and meet our grandkids and great grandkids and be active with our families or our dogs or whatever the case may be. You have to think about your life down the road and not just training to achieve a certain body type. Obviously, we all have aesthetic goals, but when you start to shift your perspective a little bit and think about the long term, you're going to be more likely to build those habits and make this a daily routine for yourself. And obviously, we're a fitness podcast, so we're applying it to a fitness scenario, but you can apply this, everything we're talking about today, you can apply to any goal that you have. So that first step, thinking about what your goal is first and foremost, just deciding this is what I want, that's step one. The next step is writing them down and envisioning yourself accomplishing them. So what is that gonna do for you? How are you gonna feel? How is that gonna change your life? This is where you really kind of bask in the glory of what the end game is. So let's just say your goal was to put on 15 pounds of muscle. You envision what you're gonna look like. You envision how that feels. Envision going through a workout and just seeing the more the, the higher weights that you're pressing and you're lifting. That's the end game. You're going to think about it. You're going to feel it. You're going to enjoy it. And then step three is kind of backwards. You step back and say, okay, that's where I want to be. That's what I want to feel. Now, what do I have to do to get there? What is the process? How do I go from where I am to getting to that point? You have to create that plan. Yeah. Visualization is a huge tool I actually use on days that I don't even want to go down and train. Of course, there's days that I don't want to be motivated to get down in the basement and lift weights, but I think about how great I'm going to feel after that workout and I visualize, you know, am I going to be sweaty? Am I going to be out of breath? Am I going to just feel so much better and more mentally clear? So you can use that visualization tool towards anything in your life. And it's something that has really transformed my thought process this past year. We've actually been trying to revamp our basement gym because it kind of looked like a dungeon. It was super, not dark, but it, it had like an dark. orange, had an orange glow to it. The bulbs weren't bright, so we actually got a bunch of LEDs. I got a bunch of shop lights, completely transformed it, and we also ordered this banner. So the banner just has our logo on it, and on the bottom it says "Here to Evolve," just like the title on this podcast. And every time I'm down there, I stare at it between sets. I just, I don't even look at the walls. I don't look at the weights. I'm staring at this banner. Just thinking about why I'm here. I'm here to evolve. Every rep that I go through, every set that I go through, I'm just thinking about why I'm doing it. So I'm here to evolve. I'm here to grow. I'm here to change my body. All these things I'm doing, I'm putting in the work. And as I'm putting in the work, I'm thinking about why. 
And we know not everybody has a basement gym or somewhere you can throw a banner up or bring a banner with you to your gym. So something simple that you can do right now is set your phone background to something that inspires you, whether you make a little graphic on canva.com or whatever it is, put something on your background that's going to inspire you and cause you to just get mindful for a minute and think about those dreams and goals of yours. So as you're implementing your plan, what goes into that plan? So for starters, it's more figuring out when those steps can take place. So what you have to do, when you can do it, and then filling in those steps from there. So do you need to wake up early? Do you need to meal prep? Do you need to become more mindful doing some yoga or focusing on meditation a couple times throughout the day, even if it's just sitting in a quiet room, closing your eyes, focusing on your breathing and just being in the moment. All these little steps, just write them down, jot them down, think about them and figure out, okay, what do I have to do consistently that's gonna build up to the end game? If I do this over time, will this help me reach my goal? I know something for, that helps me create my routine and be more aligned towards my goals. As somebody who's very type A, I have planners, I use Google Calendar. I need to literally program in when I'm training each day. So I'll literally block off time for my personal training sessions around all of our client emails, around all of our client calls. I'll make sure that all the days that I want to be in the gym, I have a chunk of time so that there really are no excuses. And it's right there for me in my daily agenda. So it's just part of my routine each day. So if you are somebody who really likes to visualize and see something in a planner or on your calendar do that and it will help you so much once you get all that down once you've created that routine you're going to think about it every day you're going to go through it just in your head every single day so everything you wrote down everything you've been talking about to yourself everything you've been thinking about you're going to wake up you're going to think about it you're going to visualize the entire process in your head and you're going to do that every fucking day If you can't even think about it every day, if you can't dedicate the time to thinking about going through the process, you're not ready to do it physically. So why don't we transition into talking about friends and family who don't support your goals? Because this is kind of, it's a hot topic with our clients. They'll bring it up in check-ins or people will message us on Instagram and Facebook and ask what to do when you have people around you that just literally don't understand or support what you're doing. So this actually is really common. We have, I mean, at least once in a while, almost every client will check in and whether they went to see family or it's someone at home, a husband who just doesn't understand, doesn't support their goals. I think you hit this best. There are three different scenarios in this situation. Yeah, so you'll have some people who will understand your goals and support you and be great cheerleaders and a great support system. Awesome. Then you'll have those people who don't really understand your goals, but they're still supporting you because they love you and they know that you're doing what you want to do. Still awesome. And then you have those people who don't really understand what you're doing and just do not support you at all, whether it's because... This is just different from what they know or they simply just don't understand it. So what do you do in that case when you have somebody who just won't support you? The first thing I tell clients is to just explain what you're doing. Explain not even so much what you're doing, but why it's important to you. So if it's getting healthy, you know, you want to lose X amount of weight, just explain. You want to live a healthier life. You want to feel better about yourself. You want to have more energy. This is why you're doing these things and this is why it's important to you. And if they still at that point just don't support you, don't understand, still don't understand even after you told them why, you have to remember that your goals are for you. They're not for them. 
they are for you. So some people aren't going to understand and that's okay. But if they love you and if they're a big part of your life, hopefully that they can still find space to support you in this journey. But even if they don't, that speaks more about them rather than you. So try not to let it get to you too much and remind yourself that you don't have control over their thoughts or feelings. Yeah, that's an unfortunate situation and it it does come up occasionally, unfortunately. But again, like she said, remind yourself what you're doing, why you're doing it. If they don't support you after having that conversation with them, it's a problem with them. It's not a problem with you. So understand that, accept that. And then the unfortunate reality of that is you're going to have to keep this part of your life away from them. If it's someone that you can't just cut ties with, then you're just going to have to keep this part of your life separate from them and just don't let them wreak negativity on what you're doing and why you're doing it. Um, if it's you know an old friend who just doesn't support you and this is kind of a common theme regardless of what the situation is they just they never have your back it's probably time to cut ties and we've had those difficult conversations and we've kind of let people go from our lives who are falling into this category it stings and it's not easy but it's something that you just have to realize you're doing what's best for you and you should always put yourself first and I know that sounds kind of selfish but At the end of the day, you need to do what's best for you physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, whatever the case may be. But at the same time, if you do have some people who don't support you in your life, I encourage you to reach out and try to find a group of people that does support you. So maybe it's making a new friend at the gym or joining a support group on Facebook or reaching out to someone on Instagram. Even though these people may not be physically in your life, you can still have somebody online who you can reach out to when things get hard or maybe you hire a coach or whatever the case may be have somebody there who's in your corner and allowing you to thrive and grow with them they say you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with so in this day and age you don't actually have to be there physically but who you associate with online in these forums on these social communities who you're around the most are going to be the people who influence your life the most so if you can surround yourself with the positivity and with a support system, that's what's so great about this stuff. You can find an online community. You can go join a, a Facebook group. You can go join a coach who offers a, a fitness community out there if that's what you're, you're looking to do right now. But by doing these things, you are creating your own support group. So you aren't dictating or you are dictating your surroundings and your environment. You're changing it for your benefit and you're not going to just sit back and sulk because you don't have people in your life currently that support what you're doing or on board with what you're doing so you can be a little more proactive, reach out and find those groups. So as you guys start to think about your 2019 goals, there's what, four weeks left of the year as of right now, really think about all of the things that we talked about in today's podcast. Make sure you're clear on your goals and your intentions and you have a clear plan as to what you need to do. And constantly remind yourself that you cannot rely on motivation and you have to just create that right mindset to achieve these goals. This is us signing off. Thank you for listening.